it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am so excited you are here on this Tuesday morning. I hope you're having a fabulous day wherever you're listening to me from. Um, so today is the last uh, episode of October. Um, it's hard to believe that the month is almost over. But today's focus is the last in our series of our deep dive into the different aspects of self-care. And I decided to save this one for the end because to me this is probably the one that we can have the most fun with and that is self-care for your spirit um, and so we're going to talk about some fun things we're going to talk about some ways you can incorporate uh, your health and fitness into making it into you know amusement and fun hopefully and more importantly hope help you connect the dots into giving you some options uh, for helping you look after your mental health and your emotional health, because that's really, really what today is all about. So if we, if you've been listening to this series, uh, let me just recap where we've been. I started off October with a deep dive into the concept of time, what time really is, and and why we think we never seem to have enough of it, and hopefully some suggestions as to help you get around that. And then we started into our deep dive of self-care, because time is really the central piece um, and by far and away, the biggest reason that I hear people say why they don't make time for themselves or why they let their self-care take a lower priority on the list is that they say they don't have time. I'm too busy. I'm overscheduled. I have too many commitments. I don't have enough time, et cetera, et cetera. So, so we started off our series with self-care for the mind. Then we went to the body. Last week, we went into some strategies for helping you look after your gut health. Um, and we got into a, a little bit of the nutritional aspect of self-care. And then I wanted to wrap up the month today with self-care for your spirit. Um, and I've got several really cool little tidbits to share with you that hopefully you can um, find some way and make some way really to incorporate into your day-to-day -day life. Um, but I want to start off today with just a, a generalization, if you will. Um, so many people think that when we talk about spirit and it, we're really getting into spiritual things and religious things and, you know, we start talking about our relationship with a higher power, you know, whatever it is that you worship and whatever it is where your beliefs are. And that's not really what it is. Um, it's often confused with that as one and the same, but it's really not. In fact, it is really one way that you can really connect to something that's bigger than you and however you choose to look at that. It could be your view of the world in general. It could be kind of a step back and look at your life, you know, and the people, the relationships that you've had um, throughout the course of your life. Maybe you've bounced around from career to career and haven't really felt like you found um, your home place, if you will. Um, so it could be kind of a step back and a look at your life. It could be a step back and look at your family's life. It could be a step back in general, um, just at the big picture of life in general. It just, however you choose to identify uh, with connecting with something bigger than you. Um, because at the end of the day, we're all put on this earth for a purpose. And we're all on this planet a very short time. And to me, I think the biggest shame, I think, at the end of the day for any of us is to feel like we haven't lived out to whatever our purpose actually is. And that might mean, you know, doing something totally crazy. And it might mean just, you know, we're just reevaluating where you are right now and, you know, where you want to be. What things do you want to change? What things do you feel like you just want to make better? 
Um, because, you know, we're all looking for that new opportunity that's going to introduce us into the life that we want. Um, and that's what I want you to think about and keep in mind with, you know, what I share with you on today's episode. Because really, when we look after our spirit, when we allow ourselves permission to do fun things and um, a chance to really connect to our deeper selves, um, we really get to know ourselves better. And often we can find answers when we're really struggling to find the answer to something. Um, I was talking to a client the other day, and he was just going around and around and around and couldn't make up his mind about what to do. And sometimes I think, and I pointed out, sometimes I think, when we focus so hard on trying to find the answer to something, we don't always find it, at least right away. It's often when we're in a relaxed environment, when we're away from our day-to-day, um, hectic, busy schedules, when we're away from what we know is normal, that sometimes the answer just comes to us. And it's not really the answer, or maybe it's the answer that you're looking for, and maybe it's something completely different. And maybe it, maybe it's an epiphany of sorts for you, and maybe it's something else. Maybe it's just a way to look at things different. Um, and this is really how you get in touch with your true self. And I've shared with you before on this, on this broadcast, but one of the things that I have figured out about myself is, is that when I have that quiet time to myself, as much as my tendency is to just go a million miles a minute. Um, and that's, you know, the environment that I was raised in when I I watched my parents, um, work extremely hard to get to where they are. And the mantra that my siblings and I learned from the beginning was, is you got to work hard to get what you want. And that means you got to be busy. You got to go do this and you got to go do that. And nothing is just going to fall in your lap. And while that's all well and good, it's a good lesson to learn for life in general. Sometimes we have to take a step back and evaluate and we have to have that quiet time for ourselves so that we know that our precious time is being used in the best way that we can. So the other thing too about self-care for your spirit is to look at it as a way to connect to your emotional and your mental health and really to get you that reset that we need. And I really recommend doing this as often as you absolutely can. Um, For some people, it's a vacation. You know, for some people, it's two or three times a year doing something fun for themselves and their families. I always recommend to all of my clients that they have do some things just for themselves that don't involve their family, that don't involve, you know, friends or or, or other people. Um, having those things that we can do on our own can really give us that quiet time, that peaceful time where we can really connect the dots in our mind and feel like that we're, we're on the road to making the best choices that we can. So I'm going to share with you several little tips here as to ways that you might look into how you want to define self-care for your spirit. And I would love to hear your feedback on this, by the way. So if you're on Facebook, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, on Facebook, you can find me um, in my exclusive private community, which I would love for you to become a would love for you to head over and join us living your ultimate life through fitness and self care. We would love to have you. Uh, you're welcome to come find me on my business page. CU fitness. That's the letter C, the letter U fitness. Um, or you can look for me personally under Allison Hannah Katzkowski. So, you know, you're more than welcome to reach out to me if you have any specific questions or comments. I always like to hear how people like to reset and recharge because it really looks different for everybody. So tip number one is, is pretty basic and simple. It's what I like to call contemplation. Some people might call this just having time to think. When I hear people say, I just need time to think, or I'm so busy, I can't hear myself think. Um, That's really a sign that you definitely should slow down and just allow yourself to really think about what your intention is for that day in that moment, you know, and this is where, and I am so guilty of doing this and I still catch myself 
you know, doing this from time to time is that, you know, when we're so busy moving forward, doing things that we sometimes forget what our intention really is. We're focused on completing the task rather than what our intention is. So it's really important several times throughout your day that you check yourself and contemplation can be a form of that. It's not really hard thinking. You know, people say when they're contemplating something, the insinuation is, is that they're thinking really hard. You know, they're spending a lot of time doing research and reading and talking to people and, you know, trying to make a decision. You know, that's the other thing I hear. I'm trying to decide. I just can't decide. Then think of it like a reflective way of thinking. Kind of take yourself out of the situation for a moment and look at it from the position of an outsider. If you saw yourself from a distance, what would you say? What would you advise? What would you observe? You know, what would it look like? So think of it like that. If you're really stuck, if you find yourself in a position and you're having a tough time making a decision on something and you feel like you just need a little time to think, try to approach it from a reflective point of view. Think about what you've accomplished, but think about what it is truly that you're looking for. And this is where you got to get really clear on the intentions again. And I talk about this all the time, but it is so important and so critical. Um, think of it, contemplation as a form of meditation. And sometimes this can be done in the morning when you're starting your day. Sometimes this can be done in the middle of the day. You know, maybe just giving yourself a five minute break to just, just detach and just be reflective about what it is that's really bugging you or what it is that's really keeping you stuck because Sometimes when we say we're stuck, it's really not that we're stuck. It's because there's something that we don't really want to do. Or maybe there's some, we're not quite sure of the next step to take. We know what it is that we want. We just get hung up in the details of how to get there. And we often think that it has to be harder than it, than it is. You know, we think of the big picture rather than just simply what the next step is. So allow yourself that time to contemplate so that you can, you know, allow the solutions and the answers to come to you. Tip number two, and I've talked about this before, is releasing judgment. This can be so freeing for your spirit because we are always so hard on ourselves and I'm guilty of this too. You know, we, we go into each day with certain expectations. We go into our jobs and the things that are expected of us with certain expectations, you know, and we expect to get things done. Um, it's not a question of if, it's a question that, yes, we are expected to get it done. But somewhere along the way, we start, the way we treat ourselves insinuates that we're not good enough and that we have to do this and do this and do this to overcome because we're not good enough anyway. It's kind of a way of conforming, if you think about that. It's a way of conforming to what somebody else considers to be acceptable, and when you release judgment of yourself, you realize that you don't have to conform to what somebody else wants. It's Now, don't get me wrong. It's important to be respectful of other people's feelings and beliefs. It's important to be respectful of the people that we love and care about, what their beliefs are and what they expect. But at the end of the day, we don't have to conform to anybody. At the end of the day, we answer to ourselves. And that's what you have to think about when you think about releasing judgment. You think about, you know, just getting rid of that, I have to do this mentality, you know, and try to look at it from, I get to do this mentality and how am I going to make this the best I can possibly make it? Because when we, we get into a habit of judging ourselves and we often find that we start judging other people a lot more critically too. 
And that's a really tough way to live day in and day out. It really can suck the energy right out of us. So give yourself some grace every day to release judgment of yourself and release judgment of other people. Because if people get a certain reaction out of you, then sometimes that's a sign that maybe something else needs to be worked out within you. I always find it very interesting when I'm really trying to work on something that I often almost always notice it in other people that much more. And when I notice it in other people, I almost always get a reaction out of myself like, I can't believe she's doing that. I can't believe he's doing that. Well, it's so obvious. Why doesn't she just figure it out? You know, or something along those lines. So keep that, keep in mind when you get a certain reaction to somebody doing something, it's almost always reflective of something that either you've worked out, maybe it's a place that you've been or something else. So give yourself some grace. Tip number three, spend some time in nature. This is probably one of the best ways to give yourself some self-care for your spirit. There's so much you can do in nature. It's the peacefulness of it, just simply looking around at the beauty of the creation um, this time of year in the fall, we see the leaves changing. We've, we've actually, it's taken a lot longer for leaves to change around here this year. We had a lot of rain this summer and September was really warm. So the leaves changing is just taking a lot longer. So, but spending a little time in nature can really give you that reset in your mind. And it can just be really good for your spirit and that it just helps you see things differently. It always gives you perspective when you notice the certain way that a tree grows or the fact that a tree has a really unusual looking branch that's actually growing down instead of growing up. Maybe you have a really interesting looking bush in your front yard that just always gets your attention. It's, it's always those little things in nature that can help us detach from the bigger issues that we face almost every day. So spending a little time in nature, sometimes taking a walk even um, on a nature path is good. I've talked about this before. Take a different way home from work sometimes. You know, decide to take the scenic route when you have time and just look around and admire what's around you. You know, I cannot tell you how many people I've talked to as they've gotten older and they always say they wish they had taken more time to observe what was around them. Why is it that when we go on a vacation or we go somewhere different, or maybe it's the beach, maybe it's the mountains, maybe it's a trip overseas, and we notice the views where, you know, I see so many views, pictures of views in social media, whether they're sunsets or sunrises or, you know, pictures of beautiful trees and flowers, you know, it's just and all you see is, wow, that's nature at its best. And it can be really not just reflective, but just it really just stops and gives you pause. And that's what it's really all about. So take some time in nature, whatever that looks like for you. Tip number four is to practice regular acts of compassion. And this is, you know, I just talked about giving yourself grace and giving other people grace. And this just takes it one step further is to, you know, be sensitive to other people's needs. Don't let other people walk on you. Don't let other people treat you badly and try to justify it saying that this is what they need at that time. But by showing compassion to others, uh, you can show that not only are you sensitive to their needs, but that you're actually sensitive to your own needs as well. And this is something I think that we need to practice a lot more of in today's world. When you turn on the news and all you hear is the hardcore violence and the, the insults being hurled around at other people and, 
and just needless acts of violence and hurtfulness and things that if you think if people just stopped, can you imagine what might happen in the world today if everybody stopped and gave themselves pause um, and released judgment of themselves and other people? It's probably a pipe dream, but we can at least think of it. Tip number five is reading an uplifting book. I don't know what if you're a reader or not, um, or if you're you know, these days you can do books on audio, you can do books on tape, you know, with the Kindle and the books on the iPad. Uh, nowadays, it's, it's really impossible not to read if you think about it. But sometimes reading something that can inspire you to think different is always a good way to disconnect and can be good food for your spirit. Um, I love to read personal development books. I love to read you know, stories of people's journeys, you know, what got them to where they are, you know, how they overcame all the odds against them to become the person that they want. And this is particularly one of the main reasons why I love to follow athletes on their journey, because there's always a story behind it. And even if you're not an athlete, you can appreciate, you know, all of the ups and downs that, you know, people who have really honed in on their sport and their skill are really good at. You know, one of the best tips somebody gave me once as far as keeping a good and productive mindset is to approach your self-care like a professional athlete would. And we don't have to be professional athletes to be able to do that. But, you know, you think that they might have some huge complicated system, but they don't. They keep things very simple for a reason. And we can take a lesson from that in that every day, you know, whatever we choose to read or examine or study to inspire us that, you know, that can almost help us become a better version of ourselves. Okay. You know, some other tips to keep in mind um, are to practice prayer, you know, whatever your higher power is. I found it always helps. It always gives me some sense of comfort, you know, practicing take, and I love this. Somebody, somebody said this to me once. Take a self-date with yourself. What does that mean? Find something that you like to do that's quality time with yourself. So what does that look like for you? Does that mean going to a spa for a day? Does it mean taking a long bike ride? Does it mean getting in your car and taking a day trip somewhere that you've never been? Try doing something on your own, especially if you're not accustomed to doing that on a regular basis, because it's like you're taking yourself out on a date. I think that's kind of a cool concept. You know, plan some kind of getaway for you. And this is where our retreats can be so useful and helpful because, you know, one of the things that we try to do on our retreats is to have fun too. You know, we, we spend a little time, you know, doing some activity, you know, we, we always want you to learn new things, but we want you to have a good time too, because that's good for everybody. It's good for your mind. It's good for your soul. It's good for your spirit. The other thing you can do too, in this aspect is, you know, I want you to think about a close friend of yours right now. You know, maybe it's your best friend, maybe it's just a close friend. And then imagine that you're taking a step back and this, this friend of yours is really struggling with something. What would you tell them to do? And what I find really interesting is we're so good at telling other people what they should do, but we're not real good at telling ourselves what we need to do. You know, we know logically, you know, and intellectually what we need to do. You know, we always know why we should do something. It doesn't always mean that we do it. So maybe start treating yourself like you would treat a good friend. What would you say to yourself if you were adv giving advice to a friend? What would you say? I find that to be really interesting. Choose who you spend time with too. And this is the last tip that I'll share with you today. Choose who you spend time with. And I want you to approach it in 
from two angles. Choose to spend time with people who help you radiate, meaning people who encourage you, people who support you, but they also encourage you to get out of your comfort zone and maybe do something that you wouldn't normally do. You know, spend time around people who challenge you, who maybe, and sometimes that means, sometimes that can be scary for some of us because it means we have to expose ourselves to things that maybe we're not comfortable with, maybe belief systems that we're not used to. But at the end of the day, that's what life really is about. It's about learning, not just to get along with other people, but, and you know, we don't always have to agree on everything, but at the end of the day, we can respect each other for our beliefs and how we do things. And when we spend time with people who really challenge us to think differently, and especially in today's heated climate, I find it really interesting that when people disagree, one of the first things I think that they try to do is to try to change the other person's mind and to show them why what they're thinking is different. Rather than asking them, tell me more about that. Tell me more about why you think that. You know, just explain it to me because I'm curious. And remember to release judgment. Try not to, you know, try to check your opinion for just the moment. And just hear them out because it's, it's very interesting to me what we can learn when we actually listen to what someone else is saying rather than just immediately going to that mode where we want to say, no, that's wrong. No, that's not the right way to do it. I can't believe you would think something like that. That's just so wrong. And, you know, we're really not being respectful of other people when we do that. There's nothing wrong with our opinions, but we can always learn something if we approach something in the right light. So try to spend spend the majority of your time with people who are considered to be radiators, people who, you know, allow you to radiate more into who you want to be and not people who literally suck the life out of you. And, you know, a friend of mine calls these people drains. Don't spend time around people who are draining or spend as least the least amount of time around those people as you can. And we all know people like that, where we spend time around them and we we're con- we constantly just feel like a charging station. Like they're, they're constantly looking for that one thing that they just can't seem to find. And they're just consist- consistently picking our brains and just trying to get from us what they need. And it's important to understand that there's nothing wrong with, with helping other people in need. But we're not really helping them when we're just simply propping them up all the time. You know, at the end of the day, we get one one life on this planet, you know, and it's not a long life. And so, you know, we want to be in a position to help other people, but we want to be in a position to be able to expand our minds and be able to look after ourselves in the best way that we can. Um, And that's really what self-care for your spirit is all about. So I hope that this has been helpful for you. Maybe this has hopefully given you a few ideas as to how you might do things different. I'm always interested in hearing what people like to do to reset and recharge. So please feel free to reach out to me if you have any comments, any information, just any suggestions in general. I always love to hear them. And please, too, please feel free to join us on our in our Facebook community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. I would love to have you there. If you're not on Facebook, head over to my website at cufitness.com. That's the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. Feel free to reach out to me. Shoot me an email. Let me know. Hey, Allison, I listened to your episode today, Self-Care for the Spirit, and I really liked whatever it is that you liked. Have you ever thought about this? I'm always interested in hearing what you have to say. So please feel free to reach out to me. Let me hear from you because we're all in this together. And it is my, I look at it every day that I have such a privilege that I can get on here 
and talk about all this great stuff that I love talking about. So I hope you guys have a fabulous rest of your day and your week. This is Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in to the ultimate journey of self-care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life. Make it a good one.